Uh, hello to my fellow Hi. listeners. Hello. And hello specifically to Professor Juan uh, for making this possible. Hi, yeah, <laughs> I have never even in my life said that, oh, let me record a podcast. So this is like my first thing that I do new this month like this is like my first new thing that i did this month so Fantastic. thank you for introducing uh, that to me and to us it's a nice experience and i think i'm gonna continue doing podcasts later on but let's Definitely. skip all that and go to the topic itself so my whole theme for my podcast is called long distance with aziz because Basically, we're doing this long distance with uh, friends or family members, so that's like my theme, my my podcast theme to do fam- uh, to do long distance interviews, uh, get together, hang out, all that stuff, but with specific people in my life. So my podcast is called Long Distance with Aziz because that's very on brand right now because everything is long distance. Mm-hmm. friends, family, fits the whatever, time. everything, yeah. And today I have my good friend, almost going to be my best friend later on. Almost. We'll almost. <laughs> I can't think of Hello. Uh, his, yeah, Professor, you know him. He's from our class, Com right. 101. The other English major. The English the third English major. Since you're the yeah. youngest, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Omar, now that you know my theme about yeah. my podcast, yeah. And first of all, let me like say, are you comfortable with this? Well, it's like very me, comfortable. Like me interviewing you and whatnot. Super, super comfortable. Super comfortable. Like yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see about that. Oh, I'll like ask specifically. No, just kidding. I'm not gonna ask that kind of specific details about you and whatever. If you're not, yeah. tell me if you're not comfortable. Just say I'm not comfortable. You know, asking oh this question. God. Yeah, it's fine. No, I'm not gonna do anything to you. It's fine. Uh, okay. We're gonna take this uh, not that seriously. We're gonna take it as a fun. You know, just go with the flow. Whatever comes, comes, uh-huh. and well, whatnot. Okay. So let's talk about you, since that's the whole thing. My whole podcast is about the people or the person that I'm right. talking to. Let's go. So, tell us like a small little intro about yourself, if you're willing. Okay. So, people would know who you are, who Omar is. A snippet about myself. Well, honestly, there's not much to me. I'm just a regular guy, you know. I just turned 21. <laughs> oh, yeah, 21. A couple of weeks ago. That's fascinating. The legal age in Korea. Legal age. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, my name is Omar. I am half Kuwaiti, half Malaysian. My mom's from Malaysia. And, uh, yeah, I... And so that basically gives me a automatic third language. So that's pretty cool because he's gonna keep yelling at me in Malay, so I'm gonna have to have to understand her, you know. Um, so what else is factors about me? Uh, I'm an Aries. Uh, I love basketball. I love my heart. You know, I if I don't play basketball, I watch basketball. If I don't watch it, I hear it. You know. Uh, 
So that's pretty cool. Um, I love. Oh yeah, I like books. I don't love books, but I like it. I like what they stand for. You know, I like uh, what books stand for. I just, I don't love all the books in the world. You know, that so says a lot about you about being an English major, though. I like books. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, because I mean, every English major would say the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They would, They would say, I like books, but I don't love it because it's hard to love every book, you know? Um, I love movies. I love movies with all my heart, for sure. You know, recently I've been, uh, this love for movies have been growing and growing and it's not stopping. And it's making me, you know, become one of those movie geeks. Um, I listen to music. My favorite artist is Drake and Biggie Smalls, you know, and um, it's just fascinating to know that i'm just another regular guy yeah, regular <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> aren't you all yeah. just regular guys and girls and whatever gender that you identify as though? Yep, pretty much i mean they're all regular i mean there's nothing special to anyone because we're all human and we all end up the same place you know, i don't want to be depressing in this podcast <laughs> i can ask another question okay so you you mentioned that you're like half Kuwaiti half Malaysian, right? Yes, sir. And like, maybe this is gonna be like a sensitive topic, but since we're living in Kuwait and people like are like so judgmental about this kind of stuff, like about people being half half. Yeah. Uh, how are you like growing up as being half Asian, half Khadiji, or half Kuwaiti? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Honestly, I mean, growing up, obviously, we go through our little setbacks being uh, different, and because yeah. Because Kuwait is so, so closed, like, not just <laughs> mentally, but but they're closed emotionally, you know, they're just, they're, there's no zero empathy to anyone that's different, you know, and I don't want to compare Kuwait to a culture, but I'm pretty sure there's a certain culture that was, uh, that was the same way, and, uh, you know, it was run by a man named Hitler, but anyways, that's nothing, that's not, <laughs> not here or there, you know? there but uh to be honest growing up Kuwaiti, growing up uh, malaysian put me very at an uncomfortable position as a kid because because it's just um it's, it's just weird like that's just put the physical aspect uh, away from this okay yeah just talking to someone to to uh, let's say, a natural Kuwaiti, you know, born to a mom that's Kuwaiti and a dad that's Kuwaiti, and just talk to them and knowing that in their heads they know that I'm different, so that automatically puts a red X on my back or a red X on my forehead yeah. that makes me an <laughs> easy target for anyone to to bully in a way. So, yes, I mean, and if you're asking that uh, I've been prejudiced by, yes, definitely, I mean, who hasn't like uh, even regular like full on full Kuwaitis go through it you know and that's you, true yeah you know and being a hybrid or like a car you know being mixed you know <laughs> that basically uh, set me apart because no one likes a guy with uh, different eyes you know than everyone else or or different facial structure than everyone else you know and um and yeah, I mean, I would like, I would blame, I'd blame the older generations definitely because, 
I mean, of course, because they're the people that you know started everything. You know, um, like these yeah. kids, kids don't learn how to bully. I mean, they're they're born into it. You know, they just that's very true. Yeah, they don't. There's no like. They're not like okay. Today I'm gonna learn um, how to bully someone. You know, no, it's not like that. It's more like let me see my dad or my mom if they bully people. Okay, I'm gonna do the same thing. So that's basically how, like in summary, how people think, and especially quite in this society, how, <clears throat> I don't want to say, it's just different, as you know, it's just, especially in quite, you know, like anywhere else, it's probably the same thing, it's just that because we've been living in this different, like, Khaliji mentality, different Arab society, we we have to go through these trials, we have to go through all these uh, turbulence for for us to come out, you know, sane, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like uh, growing up in Kuwait, and uh, yeah, my parents, like you know, taught me well, like uh, be yeah. more respectful towards people and whatnot. I remember yeah. this like one specific scene when I came back home from school, and I was like in the car uh, with my father going back home. Me and my okay. me and my older brother Hamid. We used to go to the same high school, okay. so he's like, he's um, uh, like, uh, as his all your friends are like Egyptians, yeah. and uh, so I was like, in Arabic, and yeah. I was like, uh, no, like I have, I have like regular Kuwaiti friends, I have like regular mixed friends, and I have like Kuwait and other countries, and it's fine, and like my father said that's what I wanted to hear from you. Like, this is what you have to say. Like, it's fine to have friends from other ethnicities, religion backgrounds, different countries, whatever. Like, whenever, wherever they come from, it's fine. As long as they have good intentions, good hearts. They're good people in general. Exactly. It's, uh, their physical features, they don't, you don't have to care about their physical feature. Like, even like your half Asian, half Kuwaiti, like, or half black or half white Mm -hmm. or whatever. So yeah, yeah it's, I don't want to be cheesy, but it's, it's like what matters is the inside, not the outside. Exactly. You know? yeah. And, yeah. We're sadly, all the same from the inside. Basically. Sadly, we're all the same from the from the inside. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's divert from this touchy subject and go to yeah. More, like. <laughs> yeah, it only, it only got better when I got taller. Honestly, I'm not tall, tall, but you know, when, for when I was a kid, do you I was get taller. that? Okay, wait. Do you get that from your dad's side or your mother's side? Um, like your definitely your both. I think my mom was pretty tall for a woman. I mean, um, she was around like when she married my dad, she would be around five nine, five ten. You know, okay. that's pretty tall for a yeah. girl. And um, my my dad, he when he was married to my mom, he was six two, definitely like given six two. You know, so. So basically, them combined and my grandfather's relationship. Was <laughs> them tall. combined. And then I came out basically. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, sadly, the physical features matter in Kuwait. You, you can't run away from it. Yeah. You know? Like we all yeah. judge a book by its cover. We, we can't exactly. help it. I remember, exactly. like, I remember, I, I told you that. And like, I remember the first time that I saw you on campus, I was like, who's this oh, yeah. backup guy? It's like, yeah. it's like having his like 
cap backwards. That's you it's... judging by a cap. Yeah, yeah, and like your basketball shorts and your backpack and whatever walking on campus. <laughs> <laughs> I remember right. that. But then when I got to know I mean... it was like you're different, completely different from anybody that I knew in that campus. Yeah, I mean, see, it's, it's, it just gives, you see, you, you just, it just give just people, need to chance. Give people a shot. Yeah. Exactly. Give, give someone a shot. Like, it's not going to kill you to get to know someone. That's know? very so, true. So, as, I think people in college need to start getting to know each other, or else we're going to die. We're all miserable. It's a small country. Why would you, like, you know, hate on other people? Just exactly. learn to live together. Because we're all going to see each other. Again, uh, once in a while or whatever. Because it's a, literally a small country. Everyone knows uh, everyone. Really. Yeah. Like, our, if we're talking about Kuwaiti population, or like one million something. We're not that much. Like, exactly. statistically. So, so why hate on, on... as We're little already on its own. Yeah. You want it to be even more little and leave this country? Yeah. Okay, now that let's let's divert from that kind of sensitive topic. But you mentioned uh, basketball. They, yeah. you, it's basketball is like your drug, basically. Yeah. I've known you for At three years, point. and I've known you as the basketball person. Like that's your like, that's what I see when I see it. Like the basketball okay. guy. Yeah. And that's like for me, it's fine. Like everybody has their own uh, niche. Like, thing. Yeah. It's like me when you see me, you're like that the Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. I mean you can't miss it from your sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift on caps. On <laughs> caps on your sweatshirt. We're we're doing this while FaceTiming professionally, so it's more comfortable yeah. for us to be in this situation. Yeah. But yeah, so so your basketball fanatic. How That's did how did that start though? It has a story. Yeah, like, uh, to be honest, I don't think I know that story, so tell me that story. So I would okay. be educated about okay. you. Ah, okay. So, so a young buck, okay, growing up, I was very, um, I was, I, was, I want to say pressured. I want to say uh, uh, peer pressured, okay, by my own family, okay. Yeah. And um, it was solely because um, um, I am the youngest professor, if you didn't know that. I am uh, the youngest of three, okay? So I have my brother and my sister. My brother is the oldest, and between me and him, we have around 12 years. And uh, him, as I grew older, I got to realize that he was this big uh, karate superstar. You know, he was this amazing martial arts, uh, you know, like... This guy that's going to come in and uh, basically Bruce Lee everyone in the face. Okay. And, and so that's what, that's what, that's what, that was his thing. You know, he grew up playing karate for around 10 years and basically I got to see that. And then my sister and both, and they all, they both played for the Kuwait national team, you know, and um, my sister also played in uh, uh, track and field, you know, and she was very big on track and field. She was basically, so. Uh, uh, sharp put, you know, discus kind of Olympic kind of games, and she was playing that for a while. And I am yet to grow up by that point because I'm still the youngest. You know, they're doing all those amazing things. And then when it came to my time, you know, 
basically my dad was super confused on what I wanted to play. You know, he didn't know what he didn't know what he wanted to put me because from my brother to my sister, he knew that okay, I'm gonna put okay. him in. So like he assigned gonna... the sports to exactly, okay. exactly. Like he tries with them, and basically one or two times, and if the second time he the the kid responds, that's their sport. So basically, my brother tried with basketball. He didn't uh, like. It wasn't his thing. And then he went to Kelsey, and that was his sport. My sister, track and field. Me, oh, my God. Okay, so when it came to me, my dad tried me around maybe six sports. Okay, six. And six? I wasn't responding okay, that's, to that's any of them. That's too many. I wasn't responding to any of them. I, physically, like, I would be so hesitant to join these sports, to, to just invest into these sports. I tried swimming, I tried uh, soccer, I tried everything. I got from volleyball, handball, uh, tennis. I tried um, uh, everything, squash. You know, I tried literally everything. And none of them I would, like, commit to. You know, I would I would play for two, two months, maybe three months max, and then I'd stop, you know. And that really irritated my dad. So one day, uh, my cousin... Okay, and uh, he's basically the same age as I am. Um, his dad put him uh, to a club, a sports club, not in Kuwait, okay, in Kefan, and told him to play basketball. And by then, by then he was around 13. I was also 12, 13. And um, basically, they've been playing. Uh, he, was st- he started playing basketball there. So my dad was like, you know what, why not? Go try. I tried. And I just held the ball and I played with them the entire day and it was the most fascinating thing in the world. You know, I felt like there was a whole connection with me, you know, and uh, basically I joined the team and uh, I I joined and I started to play a little bit more seriously and I started to commit more than three months, four or five, six months. And then there was a cutoff because I've been playing with the same club. And they had, there's a sense of favoritism, you know, within the club, you know, and they started to mm. favorite some players other than most. Um, and, you know, quite because of a certain level of nepotism, lost by, you know, they, by, yeah. I was going to mention that, but I was yeah, like, you know. There's a different, there is a different sense of, uh, you know, like connection with one player because of their last name than the other. So I was very irritated by that. And I basically told the club, you know what, let me leave. You know, I don't want to play. I don't want to play in Nadi Kuwait anymore. And uh, I moved on and I stopped playing uh, like local, locally in a club because it really irritated me, the whole last thing. So I stopped and I also basically got injured that CM season. So that basically helped me leaving easily. Yeah. You know, so it's I, like your getaway card. Getaway. Exactly. So I fractured my wrist at that time. Oh. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I think this is a good time for me to stop playing. Okay, <laughs> so I stopped and uh, I focused on my school, my duties on school and school and everything. And then I went to the U.S. Okay, I went to America for a year to study in the seventh grade. And that time I was playing soccer. Okay, and I was playing for basketball as well. So I was I was in both teams. But then I went there only because my sister was studying there. Okay, and then I came back to Kuwait, and I went into a private school, American private American school, the uh, UAS, uh, the one in Hawali, Universal American School. And I joined when I was in the eighth grade, and from the eighth grade until the my senior year, 
I was on the basketball team. I was on the varsity basketball team, and I was taking basketball so seriously because I was in love with it, and the coach made me love it even more. Because, I mean, uh, sport is not a single kind of thing, you know? Like, the coach... Yeah, yeah it is not act. a... Yeah. You know, the coach, the people around you, the, the environment, you know, every, all of this. So, yeah, I joined uh, in that school since the eighth grade, and I've been playing. And then in the middle of eighth grade, I decided, you know what, like, I mean, middle of ninth and tenth grade, I decided, you know what, let me give the local clubs a shot. So I joined Anil Qatiyah, okay, and I joined that for two years, two seasons, and I played for them. And I still, to this day, regret it because they really, <laughs> truly made me hate the game. Okay? And I don't know how, but they just really made me not enjoy the game anymore. And that's what basically hurt me the most, you know, because for a, for a kid to play a sport, you need to actually enjoy it. You know, if you don't enjoy it and it feels like a job, then what's the point? It, yeah, it's like it's, it doesn't just fall for sports. It falls for everything. If you don't enjoy exactly. anything that you're doing, Exactly. Gonna, you, you can't be forced to doing it. Exactly. So uh, that's your journey with like basketball, and now, and now I'm in the you UK. You played your last season, last yeah. semester for a UK. <laughs> so you're leaving now. I yep. was like there for almost every game last season. Yes. Let me tell you, you're a good player. But the bad thing about a UK and not AUK specifically, it's just the coach himself. He didn't let you play that much. And when you play, you're like a completely different person. So I see that. I see like how you switch between basketball Amar and, you know, the yeah. the regular guy Amar that you, that you talked about at the beginning mm-hmm. of the podcast. So yeah. like, they're both kind of similar. Like, mm-hmm. not in a sport to me. I'm not, I'm not a sporty guy. Like, Okay. Everybody knows that about me. But, like, we right. came from a sports-oriented family. family. Fam- yeah. Exactly. Like, my father yeah. was the famous football uh, uh, goalkeeper back in the day, and back in the 80s and in the 80s. And yeah. then when my when he had kids, he was like, you know what? Let me pass down my knowledge and my knowledge sports. On the kids. On yeah, to kids. the kids. But it didn't stick with me. It didn't stick with me. Like, it stuck with my older brothers, but it didn't stick with me. Like, I tried swimming. I tried football. I tried basketball. I tried volleyball since I'm, like, very tall for my... used to be very yeah. tall for my age. But yeah. that didn't stick with me. Like, I enjoyed playing them, but it's not a it's thing just, that it I would do. Thing. Yeah, it's not mm. a thing that I would do. Even now, like, my sister has, like, a yoga certificate. Like, she's a certified yoga instructor and my brother used to play used to not anymore used to mm-hmm. play for like uh famous clubs like Kavma, Kuwait, Arabi uh, yeah. these kind of clubs but since like he did his nose two years yeah. ago I think or last year I think two years ago when he did his nose uh he's like oh, no more playing you know football he plays you know for for fun with friends yeah for fun but not anymore yeah. like not professionally anymore yeah so yeah like i get the idea of pressuring your kids into doing stuff but that turned out great for you don't you agree with that though yeah i mean uh, i have the experiences under my belt that's for sure you know yeah it's nice to tell stories like this on your podcast you know (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i think i turned out pretty okay 
and buy us novels for us to keep finishing. And it kept going and going, you know. And um, in high school, I was while I was choosing my classes, I knew for a fact that I wasn't the brightest kid in school. Okay, my grades, <laughs> my grades were terrible. They were very very bad. You know, I focused on video games more than school. Okay, and I really never cared about school in high school. But in 11th grade, something really big happened. And that really made me go through a whole cycle of I need to pass. You know, if I don't pass, you know, I might I might get disowned by my dad or, my, you know, by my parents. You know, and I really don't want to feel asleep in the mosque right now. <laughs> so, so that sense of urgency made me go insane. You know, for 9th and 10th grade, I was completely... And the first half of 11th grade, I was completely, you know, breezing. I was playing. I was sitting with my friends, going out, you know, playing video games all night, every night on a school night. You know, I'm I'm not, I don't mean to rhyme, but okay, that's (laughs) literally my life. That's the trick in you. Exactly. That's, I've been, I've been playing video games for so long, for hours on a school night. And then in the middle of the semester, I went through this whole sense of if I don't pass, I might die. So in the, so in the 11th grade, my GPA was at a 2.2, I'd say 2.1, okay? Barely passing, barely, okay? Barely even making it. So when I made it to the half of the sem- middle of the semester, I, I got into that sense and I started going to you know, book clubs. And I started going to, you know, after school studies and getting tutors left and right. And this came all, like, within me, you know? Like, no one really told me to do all these things. Like, you know, for all of my parents knew, I was doing great because that's what I would tell them, <laughs> you know? And, uh, <laughs> but in me, for, for my conscience wouldn't allow me, you know, to keep, to, to keep doing what I'm doing. So I got my... Uh, my things together I got my books together and I started focusing on school and then one day I went to the counselor and she told me by the end of grade 11 that my GPA came up to a 2.3 okay and for me to get a scholarship in Kuwait okay for not only to go to go abroad alone I need a 3.0 but to stay in Kuwait and and get a scholarship in a private university I need a 2.5 yeah so at so at that point, the, the counselor sat with me, me me alone. Obviously, she called my parents and all that, and uh, basically, my dad was gonna kill me, you know, but he didn't, and he made me like promise that I'll do my best and everything. And uh, the counselor told me, "Look, you're getting into your senior year. You need to start, you know, focusing, and you need to start getting uh, getting a, a lot better, you know, in some grades." So here I was legit. I was begging her. I need to get, how do I get A's right now? I need A's, just A's, okay? So thankfully, thankfully, my parents put me in a college preparatory school. So basically, I can take college-level courses in high school, okay? So for me to take college-level courses, I need to be at a certain grade. But they allowed me to take it because it was my senior year. So in my senior year, I took two AP classes. You know, AP classes are, they're basically... Yeah, like advanced level. Yeah, advanced, yeah, yeah they're like for for the honor of kids, you know. 
for the and I had I had the... no business going in there. <laughs> okay, I swear to God, I had nothing. I had no business. I had I don't know why I was there. I knew why, but people didn't know why I was there. You know, people were asking questions. Why is Omar here? Okay, because <laughs> I mean, I told you, I'm not the brightest of the crew. So uh, I went in and I told her, "Look, I need I need to pass." And then she was like, "Okay." what classes do you want to take and i told her i want ap english literature and i want ap world history okay and these are the two college level courses and she told me you want to take two ap's in one semester in one year okay so i told her yes okay and that was high school okay so like they basically give you the classes in high school but i told them i need these two classes because their their credits for these two are counted higher than the regular high school class So for a, for an AP class, it's counted at a 1.25 for each course. But for a regular course in high school, it's counted as a 0.5. Okay. And in high school, it changed, the courses changes every semester. So two semesters, it changes for every semester. But for, for me to take AP classes, it's the same two classes for the entire year. So I'm taking nine months worth of AP English and AP History. And that's basically what happened. I took those two classes. I tried my best to excel in these classes, and I tried so hard. You and know, you did. I really, yeah, really basically. did the best. I did my best, and I got on both classes. I got A's on them, you know, and I uh, passed all my classes. The, only, the, wor my, the worst grade I got in that year was a B plus, and it was in the Quran, okay, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> But... Um, Yeah, I got A's on those AP classes, which made my GPA count at a 2.55 at oh, my graduation. Barely, yeah. Like... yeah, so I made it, I went up 0.25, okay, and my GPA, and I got the scholarship, and I came to UK, and I started my college years. And the know, rest and, uh, my parents didn't disown me. Yeah, and my parents didn't disown me, so, yeah. So, so you had, like, this notion of being an English major since you were, like, eighth grade, basically. Yeah. Like, it's like, it was there, but, yeah, very. it's like, it was there, but you didn't know about it until later on. Yeah, very yeah. I mean, I knew, English was, was a really cool, cool topic, because, I mean, everyone thinks math and science is where it's at, oh, but no. honestly, I think the arts, yeah. the arts is where it's at. Like, I've always, I think it's, yeah. Like, I've always known that I wanted something that to do with English, but I don't know what was it, to be honest. Like, I've been good with English since, like, I was a kid. I've been in uh, private schools and then transferred to public schools. Yeah. And... But, like, English for me was, like, the get-go, you know? I knew that I'm going to do English. But I didn't know what mm. I didn't know what, the, what I'm going to do with it. So it's like, for the, yeah. for, like, the four years in high school, Four, three years in high school, yeah. like I was like thinking yeah. what I was gonna do. Like I used to come home, I like cry in my bed. Like I don't know what to, what I'm gonna do. Like yeah, to yeah. So, like I'm gonna be a failure. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my life. Yeah, yeah. But like so one day, sense. I was like searching for universities and stuff like that. Then I saw Gus that they have the option, uh, right. English language or literature. I think whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah. But for also like yeah. both both genders, like boys and girls. But when it came right. to my time, just Class just my like 
just my life yeah. they closed down for the boys like yeah. gust was my first option i don't know why gust was my first option i don't know why like i was like yeah. gust okay i'm going to gust like the other schools yeah. i don't care ku never i'd rather die than go never. to ku no. <laughs> no no so i was like i need to find something and then i mm. you you know that these like uh, school trips to universities and stuff like that yeah, they, you yeah. Do, yeah, they yeah. do that with the uh, uk now they bring like schools from, yeah, yeah definitely yeah so it was like i went to uk i was like i was asking around and everything they said like oh we, we have an english program for you know for boys also not just boys. yeah not just for girls it's like you know what i'm sold yeah. a uk it is it's like near my house and it's small i love the small yeah. campus in the uk Like everybody knows every yeah. everybody, so that like you know that felt more like home to me. Like yeah. we miss AK. We're gonna graduate online now. We're not gonna graduate in <laughs> campus. <laughs> yeah, shall we graduate? graduate? Yeah, let's get just graduate. That's true. Like I've been, we've been studying for what sixteen years, for sixteen so to seventeen years, and that's a lot. Like yeah. basically, we spent our. Whole life just study, go to school. Taking I'm still, it. I'm still gonna study. For you, I'm not gonna take uh, masters and PhD. That's you. That, that's yeah. a you problem, not a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like that's your life, and I hope more exciting things that comes your way. Yeah, and inshallah, when all this Corona goes yeah. away and everything goes back to normal, hopefully. Uh, yeah, you would go and continue your masters, your graduate school, take PhD, and become our future professor here in Kuwait. I'm gonna I'll, say, I'll give, I'll give you an automatic. A. Yeah, I'm gonna say like that's my friend. Like, yeah. I haven't seen him growing up, but I've been there like yeah, for like yeah. four years of his life or six years of his life, <laughs> but I've been there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's, that's gonna be amazing. It is hopeful. Like our, inshallah, our futures are brighter and more purposeful than now, and we have a yeah. we have a destination that we want to go to. Definitely, inshallah. We all been yeah. pressured to do what we want, but now that we're grown ups in the legal way, uh, yeah. we can do. Yeah. Whatever we feel right, yeah. you know, don't let anybody say uh-huh. no. Don't let anybody say that's not good for you. As long as you know it's good for you, then go for it. No one knows your best other than yourself. That's so. true. So, uh, yeah. Let's not get, get all mushy up in here. And we've, <laughs> we're going to hit 14 minutes. We're going to do 14 oh, minutes. This, this has been fun. Amara, thank you for doing this. It has me. been. Appreciate Even it. though it's 14 minutes long, sorry, Professor. Uh, sorry, again, that's just like the, the fun of conversation here. It's it's a fun conversation yeah. between two friends going on, talking about life, talking about mm-hmm. each other's lives, and yeah. this is probably the best assignment. Honestly, honestly, I all agree with you. I agree with you. All like all of, like honestly, all of my calm assignments were fun. Like all of my calm assignments for like from different semesters were fun, but it's this, like this, like... this, this is the best. I think I'm gonna continue doing podcasts. Like even after you have to. Like even after we finish from these two podcast submissions, I think I'm you gonna do to, more. You have to. 
definitely. You should it's, honestly. It's, it's so it's, much fun. It's super fun. And yeah. And appreciate a professor for the opportunity. Do you have any final words before we end this? Because it's been too long. No, no, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Professor and Aziz. Thank you, Omar, for opening up, even though <laughs> many people may listen to this podcast. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to share it with the world. I, I know that share. I'm going to share it with the professor, of course. But share. so far, that's it with Long Distance with Aziz. And thank you for our special guest, my dear friend, Omar. And thank you, Professor, thank you. for making this assignment possible. And it's super fun during quarantine also because we're all bored sitting at yeah. home doing nothing. Uh, but cool. yeah, so thank you, Amar. Thank you, Professor. Thank you thank to you. whoever's going to listen later on. To the world. Yeah. Thank you to the world. Uh, thank you to our parents. Without them, we're not going to be here. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, definitely. Thank you for pressuring us into stuff that we didn't want. But later on, we thought, you know what? That was good for me. Yeah. So, I think we came out. Of yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Thank you, Omar. Bye. Thank you.